Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. Business is always changing, always evolving. To keep pace, you must run better and manage smarter. The Raymond Corporation is committed to providing innovative intralogistic solutions that will optimize your business, increase productivity, accelerate insights through connectivity, and transform operations through automation. To learn more, visit RaymondCorp.com. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast here at Modex 2020 in Atlanta. And I am at the Raymond Corporation booth, and we're checking out uh, everything that Raymond has to offer. You know, Raymond is a friend of the New Hours podcast, and, you know, we've been talking to them about uh, the concept of optimize before you automate. And we're here with uh, Jack Como, and Jack's going to talk to us a little bit about how their booth is set up to kind of take you through those steps of optimizing and then moving on to automation. So, Jack, welcome to uh, the New Hours podcast. How are you? Thanks, Kevin. I'm well. Uh, Last day here. It's been a great show, um, and uh, we've been talking to customers a lot about the Optimize Before You Automate, and the idea behind that is we have a lot of customers that uh, see our automation items inside the booth, and uh, they they have interest in it, and they want to move that direction, and, and even their executive teams say things like, we, we need to automate, we need to, we need to do that. Yeah, we need automation now. That's right. right. Yeah. And so... Uh, what we do is we, we obviously need to ask them a bunch of questions and, and ensure that they have done some sort of lean initiative or lean effort uh, to make their warehouse do things differently and be more efficient at what they do versus uh, moving direct to automation. Because if you automate something that isn't efficient, you're just automating a bad process. And uh, automating a bad process isn't necessarily going to help improve your, your throughput or, or, or move you into a more efficient uh, environment. So... We, we show them all, through the variety of solutions we have uh, through our Optimize Connect and then to Automate. Um, we show them each of our solutions that apply to each of those to help them move down that path before they uh, invest. Okay. All right, really interesting stuff. And I think that, I've said this before in the podcast, but I think that the fact that you guys do that, I think is very kind of a, a noble thing in the business world, right? Because if somebody comes to you and they say, oh, I want your uh, automated trucks, you could easily say like, Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. Giving the money, right? Yeah. But but you guys are actually taking the steps and saying like, you know, let's make sure that you know this is the right solution for you, and make sure that you guys are at that point where you can actually take on the truck and have the most effective use of it. Most definitely, the the number one thing we want for our customers is for them to be successful in their in their purchase. So uh, before they before they move that direction, we want to do our job right. and help them uh, make the right decision. Cool. So why don't you walk us through, I guess, uh, the booth is kind of set up here to go through that optimize phase. Yep. Uh, and then on to, it looks like I'm seeing connect and then on to automate. So why don't you talk us a little bit about uh, through that? 
Sure. So from the optimize phase, um, we actually start with a virtual reality trainer. And the idea behind the virtual reality trainer is to optimize their training programs and their people before they even get in the door. And, and the design behind it is to put the operator on the machine to make sure that they really understand what they're getting themselves into. Uh, so we put them on the actual truck. Um, we put the virtual reality system um, in, on, on their head, and they walk through how to drive that truck in a real warehouse environment using the exact controls that they would use uh, on the Raymond truck and, and walk them through the design of uh, the paths, picking pallets, raising in the air, uh, picking from a rack, and, uh, and, and different warehouse maneuvers that they would need to do when they're a fully certified working operator. So that helps them optimize the training program to lead them into a more efficient and uh, uh, an operator who's going to retain that information better in, in a comfortable environment where they are operating the truck without actually hitting a rack. Definitely, definitely. And we just got, uh, before we talked, um, we got a training course on the VR, and I will say it's, uh, it's super realistic. And it's like, even when you, you're not going anywhere, like you're standing on the actual truck, uh, but you're not moving, you're not going up in the air physically, but the virtual reality is built in such a way that uh, you feel like you are actually up there. Um, and I will say that, you know, on the, uh, the second course, you know, intern Eric, uh, I beat him. He actually had to quit. He had to give up. So, um, but anyway, so, <laughs> so it was, it was a lot of fun, but it definitely, you can see the technicality of driving the machine and I can see how really, you know, it helps to, uh, kind of bolster that training and ensure that you're getting the best training and in the safest way possible too. You know, before, you know, we're throwing people out there on the machine and, you know, it's real world, and if you hit a cone, you hit a rack, then uh, you're you're in trouble, right? So yeah, you guys didn't hit a rack, thank, right. thank goodness. But if yeah. you if you did, you would immediately received a hundred point decline, and you would have oh, had to, no. you would have flunked your lesson. So um, I think you hit what three cones, right? Three, maybe two. I don't know who's who's okay. counting, right? The last one yeah. <laughs> well, the, the fact that you said who's counting, uh, the VR is. Yeah, the VR And so uh, yeah, right. it actually records all those lessons. Right. And yeah. so they're accessible to the trainer. Uh, so in the future, if they, uh, if you still have problems hitting cone in the actual warehouse, right. they can go back and see, well, geez, we should have known that because he hit cones in his lesson. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So and I think the other thing, too, that's really interesting about this setup is that, you know, you have the VR and you have the person on the VR, but like you said, you can set it up on the screen so that everybody outside of the VR uh, module can actually see what's going on in the VR. So you can have uh, takeaways from that, even from people that are not participating at the moment, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a big part of the learning environment. So uh, in an environment where you've got multiple people learning the same thing and the requirements are similar and the, the trainer is uh, teaching a lesson that they, that's repetitive, uh, it helps when the person really can see somebody else make those mistakes for them. So Eric had the benefit of seeing you hit cones, and I'm sure his number one initiative was to not hit a cone. And uh, and that's exactly what you want want to happen. Yeah, definitely. I think he had a little he had a little advantage there. I went in cold, so uh, uh, I'm just going to put that out there. But yeah, I mean, I think that you know the VR it's it's super realistic. And then even the second lesson where you actually pick up the pallet and you actually have to like you know look behind you. Even the actually. The most impressed part to me actually was the, the clip-in part, actually. Like, when it asked me, uh, you know, is it, you know, you're not clipped in, like, and then you go back and you actually have to touch to, like, clip yourself into the harness we were on the order selector. And, uh, you know, I think 
even that aspect, you know, that just kind of shows you the detail that you guys have gone to to make sure that this is like a comprehensive training uh, program and that it's really solidified not only in the operating skill but also in the safety aspect as well. Absolutely. In fact, uh, we've won 10 awards on this solution, and one of those is the International Forklift of the Year Award, right. uh, which is highly competitive. And, and because of this solution, uh, you know, it's, it's a sh- it shines because of all the awards we've won, and it's, it's been proven to be very effective in, in the trading environment. Definitely, and I can see why. So tell us a little bit about you know, some uh, customers, I guess, that have uh, adopted the VR and you know, what, kind of, what kind of results have they seen in terms of uh, probably safety issue reductions and also in terms of just kind of optimizing and making their training a little more efficient? Sure thing. So uh, we have a few customers that are, are seeing the benefit from a, a massive labor influx. So when they open a new warehouse, uh, they've got to train all of those new people immediately. And the quicker they can do that, the quicker they can get up and running and, and get their warehouse moving. So when you've got a situation where oper- there's 300-plus operators coming in for training in, in one day, uh, and you've got, uh, in their case, they had 12 VR systems side-by-side uh, side with uh, people going through it all, uh, they were able to cut an hour of training off each person's time that came through. And, and then that's just the efficiency of the training. The second piece of it is the retention capability. So uh, people learn through kinesthetic learning and, and doing things uh, along with visual learning. And so it, it covers the, the gamut of the way people learn when you, you put them on the VR, they're actually doing it um, and, then, and then seeing what they're doing. And then people are watching what they're doing. So your retention rate, we've seen retention rate increase up to 80% by doing that. Um, and then the outcome of this, um, at one of our customers, they've said that they've reduced their incidence by 31%. Uh, which is is really significant when uh, when incidents can cost you know hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, yeah, yeah. to their bottom line. So uh, the reduction of incidents and retention of information, um, and then finally, uh, there are people who aren't good drivers. <laughs> and, That's true. I've seen them. Yeah. <laughs> and if uh, this proves that, and um, and in fact, there's some people who who are coming in to get a job at at one of our customers that have never driven a car before. And, and so putting them on, uh, you know, a lift truck that costs as much or more than a car um, and, the, and, and in the, an environment that is uh, pretty technical, it's really beneficial for them to take a, a virtual reality lesson uh, and to do a, a, that training to make sure that they can actually drive that. And oftentimes those people are assigned to some other job than driving a lift truck. Yeah, definitely. I've definitely uh, seen that, especially, you know, you get sometimes to where, you know, people, they say that, you know, they've been driving forklifts for so many years and all this stuff. And then uh, they come in and, you know, they're a little a little shaky on the machine and they're like, oh, what does this control do again? And so, you know, being able to kind of test them, I guess, first, even from uh, maybe I imagine maybe some customers even use this for like an interview perspective as well, just to prove that people can actually drive. Great qualification, absolutely. And in fact, I, I tried to get Eric to fall into my trap where when he was elevated at, at height, really high in the air uh, to walk off the back of the truck and right. and I still have not got a single person to do that yet because uh, uh, it does seem very realistic yeah yeah okay I'm going to do it after this I, <laughs> I want to I know what happens when I you do that it. yeah yeah so alright so we talked a little bit about the optimize and the VR so now it looks like we move on from optimize to connect so how does that work sure so uh, we've got a variety of solutions that take you into the connect phase and the idea behind this is each one of those systems are assisting the operator in their function their everyday job so uh, doing things like uh, recording 
what they're doing on the truck. So uh, in the case of you hitting cones, um, if those cones were more substantial, um, they may have registered an impact. So we have a device in our telematics system that registers impacts. And uh, that information is then transferred to uh, a database and, and an alert system where uh, an op- operator's supervisor is made aware of their accident. And so uh, the purpose of the, uh, the Connect systems is really to take an environment where uh, there's a, uh, a free form of driving a truck um, or, or doing an activity and um, recording information around it and, and putting the operator in a better place uh, to help them understand what they're doing, what they're doing right and wrong. Uh, and then ultimately taking that data from an operational perspective and applying it with our professional services team uh, to help them understand what areas they're efficient in and, and how they're using those trucks to so they can start moving towards automation. So the connect phase with the telematics piece, as well as our location tracking system, those are two examples where you can take all that information, uh, compile it together, uh, using our professional services management team, and then understand uh, the efficiencies of the warehouse and where they can move towards. And we want to work with our customers to improve those efficiencies, right. and the way we know about those efficiencies is through those connect opportunities. Right, interesting. So I think uh, you know the whole platform kind of collects all that data, and then you're able to kind of make those optimization changes and operational changes based on the data. And I've, I've used you know the iWarehouse platform uh, previously and uh, work as well. So, you know, familiar with it and you know, the alerts that you talk about, I mean, it is it is just that, that simple. You just get an email and it tells you that, you yep. know, somebody uh, had an impact that registered above whatever the threshold is. And then uh, even on uh, operator checklists too, uh, if somebody fails the operator checklist, then, you know, you can go talk to that employee and you can see what's, what's wrong with the machine. So it's really a comprehensive platform that I think is super smart. And the fact that, you know, it just gives you that visibility and then the ability to look at a bigger picture as well, um, as well as have Raymond look at a bigger picture for you, too, is really a helpful thing. Yeah, it's, it's really great. In fact, we've seen uh, some of our customers make buying decisions on truck fleet and acquisition based on that data. And, uh, and you know, it, it could be more, it could be less, it could be different trucks, depending on what the data shows. Uh, the data will show them if they're, for example, they're using a reach truck and it has high travel time. That, that high travel time means that they're using that reach truck for horizontal transfer. Horizontal transfer should be done by something that is less, less expensive to operate, like a pallet jack or an end rider. And so the data, based on what it shows, helps our customers promote and buy and do things differently as well. Hmm. Very interesting. So you can kind of look at uh, maybe your fleet is not exactly what it should be, and you can kind of adjust the fleet based on that. That's right. And the only way to do that is through the data. You won't know otherwise. We'll be back after a quick break. You hear a lot about supply chains these days, because if the past couple years have taught us anything, it's that an efficient, well-managed supply chain is absolutely critical to keeping businesses successful and consumers happy. I'm Will Haywood, and I host a podcast called All Business, No Boundaries, where we talk about supply chains, how they work, what happens when they don't, and the innovations that are redefining what's possible in the world of logistics. Join me for insightful interviews with thought leaders and industry experts. We discuss how optimizing supply chains can break down the barriers that are holding businesses back. That's All Business, No Boundaries by DHL Supply Chain. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 
Very interesting. All right, so that's the so that's the connect portion, right? So now we're we're finally getting to what people really want to do. They want to automate, right? So so now we do the optimization, we get the VR training, and we look at uh, you know some kind of lean initiatives as well, and then we go to the connect part where we start to collect more data, make the right decisions based on what we have in the warehouse, and kind of optimize our fleet and uh, optimize the operation of that fleet and how it's utilized as much as possible. So now we say, okay, I want to automate, put something automated in my warehouse. I want that new shiny stuff, right? So so how does automate work and how do you guys go about that? Uh, we start out understanding what the customer need is, what they, where they have seen the inefficiencies and improve them, as well as where the automation application might want to occur. We have automation solutions that are not completely automate, they're semi-automate. So uh, an example of that would be zoning and positioning. All right. So in the zoning and positioning example, that same truck that you were on with the VR, um, it, it hooks up to a wire in a, in a path. So the wire helps the truck steer. So the steering problems that Eric had um, go away. All right? uh, you, don't ha- you don't have to steer because it's hooked right. to the wire. The wire t- takes it down that path. Uh, but what zoning and positioning will do is talk to a customer's WMS system, their warehouse management system and help them and it'll automatically um, show them where the next pick is. So they they literally click on a selector that says go. Uh, All they have to do is stand on the dead man pedal and press the handle forward. The truck will take the most efficient path to the exact pick location. The operator then picks the product off the rack, puts it on their pallets behind them, um, goes back to the zoning and positioning device and selects go again to the next pick location. So the operator still has a, uh, a need and a function on the truck because they're, ex- they're moving the truck forward and picking it off the shelf, uh, but they no longer have to worry about taking the most efficient path or locating where that particular product is. So that's the beginning of automation from this place you took it. Really, that's really interesting because I, I mean, I've used the wire guide with Raymond trucks before actually in a warehouse environment, um, but we didn't have the, the zoning thing. So that's that's really cool. So it's actually taking you, so if you're totally, I guess, wired out, right, you're all, all your racking, your pick areas and everything. So it's actually going to just take that operator to the most efficient path. So they don't really don't have to make any kind of decision whatsoever in terms of how they're going to travel. That's right. And, and uh some, some experienced operators may have an idea of what those paths look like, right. um, but most actually don't. They, uh, they, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of senior operators will travel at the, at the base level, stop at the rack they need to go to but, because then they, they have to locate the, the position, right. and then they elevate to um, the position they're supposed to be at. Right. That's actually not the most effective and, and uh, clearest path. The clearest path would be to elevate slowly to that position um, as you're driving in a vectoring type fashion. And, and get to the final position at the end through that, um, using actually the trucks and telespeed. So, uh, and additionally, if the, if the customer happens to have like an overhang or a, um, a tube or a tunnel that the truck has to go through, uh, the zoning and positioning can pre-program the ability to go automatically lower and go underneath that tunnel and then race back up, still using the most, most efficient path. Hmm, very interesting. So. So the so the machine is going up on its own, right? So the it the is. only thing that the operator has to do is just push forward, or that's it. anything at all. Yep, that's it. Um, in the zoning and positioning um, module, it has what we call in-aisle detection built into the front of the tractor side of the truck. So as you're driving forward, because once you don't have to think about where you're going, you might stop looking where you're going, right? Uh, so uh, to help the operator make sure they don't have an incident. Uh, the in-aisle detection 
a device will look in front of them, and if a tr another truck or, or something happens to be in the aisle, it will bring the truck to a slow and then a stop so they don't hit that obstru obstruction. Hmm. Very interesting stuff. So it's almost like it's like autopilot, I guess, in a way, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. So now we're talking about semi-automatic, yep. right? So now let's go, let's go fully automatic. Okay. I see some of these happening right here in front of me. So, right. so let's talk about that. So uh, these particular trucks are uh, built for inbound and outbound activities at a customer. Uh, you've got the 3010, which is our uh, pallet jack, which actually is not here today. Um, we've got the 3020, which is the tugger. You see towing the, the, the conveyor cart around. Okay. And then the 3030, which is a stacker truck, uh, which has the ability to uh, lift off the floor or off an elevated surface and put it back on, a, on the floor or an elevated surface. So um, these are, this system is actually um, very unique. It's using uh, the Seagrid Vision guided system, right. and uh, and it's unique in the U.S. specifically because nobody else is doing it but us. Yeah. Um, there, the and the way that it, the way that it, it it really is above and beyond everybody else's automated solution is it is 100% uh, without infrastructure. So you can you can literally take one of these automated trucks, put them in the environment um, you want them to be in, and the, and implement them in one day. Really? And it'll be automated and doing that task in a one day's time frame. Wow, that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty incredible because you know you think about a lot of the automation stuff, and you know I think like maybe some of the fastest I've heard is like one or two weeks, right? So, so being able to just kind of drop something into the environment and have it just know what it needs to do, right, is, is a really good thing. So, so how how are you able to accomplish that? And I think you know this some of this technology too. You guys just recently won an award for it, right, as well. Yeah, so we were uh, we actually went to the back to the International Forklift of the Year Award uh, competition with our 3030 stacker. Um, the the award hasn't been uh, announced who won yet, uh, but we were there and we were a finalist. So um, that counts for something if we don't win. Uh, <laughs> That's right. And uh, I think the the way that the reason why that the technology I mean the technology is what gets us through this. It really is and. Um, it's built off of a really good truck because it's a Raymond truck. Yeah. So you've got a quality truck that, that um, has been in, in, the, in the market and manufactured for a while. And it's known, and, and known to be a good truck with a very unique and special uh, navigation system built into it. Uh, the two together really make something remarkable. Yeah, definitely. And I can see them operating here. And I mean, they operate just like so smoothly, you know, without like any kind of hiccups. And, you know, the, the timing is really, really good. So. Um, so interesting to see them, you know, start to get rolled out into more and more operations, and maybe, uh, maybe my operation too at some point. Um, that'd be nice to play with. But uh, so, so is that that's the fully automated option. So now, what is what has the reception kind of been uh, here at the booth during Modex to uh, these new options and also the VR as well? It's been really, really, really good. Uh, we put this sh showcase on um, with our new 3030, uh, with our our known 3020. The tugger and the stacker to show our show our customers what it can do. In fact, um, at the show we've had our existing customers who've already invested in these solutions come by yeah. to see it work again because they, they they like it so much. So they uh, we set up a, a, a real life example of how a customer might use the system, where you've got a an automated conveyor with our radio shuttle system transferring, oh, um, and then the automated conveyor rolls it down to an automated roll off onto the cart which the tugger is pulling around. The tugger then pulls up to another um, automated station where it automatically rolls the pallet off onto the automated station where the 30-30 stacker picks it off and puts it back on the rack. 
that's that's a good example of something a customer might do. Right, right. So it's pretty interesting. So talk to us a little bit about the uh, radio shuttle. We didn't really touch on that. Sure. So the radio shuttle is uh, our interact storage system. Okay. What it what it does is uh, in our customer example, uh, I'll use a first and first out customer as an example. Uh, they have a massive amount of pallets that are coming in from. Um, uh, a semi-truck that's on their loading dock. Right. In today's world, without radio shuttle, they, they have to come in, pick up the pallet off the, off the staging zone, bring it to the rack, and, um, and push it into, into, its, into its zoner area. And then uh, some other system has to um, either make it fall back or they, or they have to push it back with the truck one at a time, which takes a lot of time. In our system, all the operator has to do on the truck is pick up the pallet, set it at the end of the rack, and the radio shuttle will automatically come pick it up and take it as far back as the rack will go. So okay. in some cases, we've seen it go 180 pallets a deep oh, back, wow. uh, and then so on and so forth. So the efficiency of moving product from the dock to the rack yeah. improves significantly from, in one customer's example, they were doing 20 pallets per hour to 35 pallets an hour. Wow, yeah, that's a big improvement. So, so they're basically taking from the dock and just putting right in, and then the shuttle is taking it all the way back, like almost like a automated pallet flow rack, or then it's like locating into a different a different racking. That's right. It, it actually takes it on the same rack as far back as you want with okay. an inventory uh, guidance of where it is. So uh, you can you can do the same from a picking perspective. If you want to pick and bring it out. The radio shuttle will pick the pallet up and bring it out to the end of the rack so you can take it and uh, put it on the outbound. All right, very interesting stuff. So, is there anything else that we should know about what you guys are showing off here at uh, Modex? I mean, what you can what you can expect from Raymond is to concentrate furthermore on automation. Uh, our our concentration has really been um, through the optimize, connect, and then automate phase. Uh, once we get uh, our customers moving in the right direction to get them to automation, uh, we want to do more. And so we want to do things that are in the rack area and, and stuff that uh, helps our customers put things away in the rack. So I think that right. you can look forward to solutions in the future that uh, work well with our, our courier uh, inbound and outbound automated truck to an inner rack truck automation. Okay, really interesting stuff. So, you know, Raymond definitely in it for the long haul, it sounds like. And, uh, you know, I really, really respect what you guys are doing with the Optimize Before Automate because I think, uh, you know, there's a ton of companies that are kind of pushing automate, pushing automate, but the fact that you guys are helping your customers to get to that point where they're really ready for automation and making the right decision about automation, uh, I think is that's really smart. Uh, and you know, it proves that you, know, you guys kind of want to stick with the customer for the long term and make sure that you're delivering the most quality solution possible to them. Um, so where can people find out more information about Raymond? Uh, two best places, raymondcorp.com or iwarehousenose.com. Oh, I warehouse does know, right? It's tracking everything. Right. All right. All right. So, Jack, thank you so much for uh, joining the New Warehouse podcast here at Modex, and we'll post more information about Raymond on the newwarehouse.com as well. You've been listening to the New Warehouse podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Business is always changing, always evolving. To keep pace, you must run better and manage smarter. The Raymond Corporation is committed to providing innovative intra-logistic solutions that will optimize your business, increase productivity, accelerate insights through connectivity, and transform operations through automation. To learn more, visit RaymondCorp.com.
Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from the new warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for the new warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.